All right, guys. So if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that I quote retweeted something interesting the other day. So our president noted that he was in Iowa and that 16 percent of the households there did not have an Internet subscription. Quote, I was in Iowa today where 16 percent of households don't have an Internet subscription. In some places, there's no high speed Internet infrastructure at all. The bipartisan infrastructure law will make high speed Internet affordable and available around the country. End quote. I have a few problems with this. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, guys, so you guys know by now that I really believe that the Internet should be a utility at this point. Think about how behind a young child can be in school because he or she does not have access to a reliable Internet connection. So we all know by now that the infrastructure plan did pass. It was a bipartisan um, act of legislation. Um, It seemed like people on both sides of the aisle wanted this to go through. I mean, whatever. But here is a note about that infrastructure plan from whitehouse.gov. Of course, this will be linked. So I really want to provide this background so that I can dive deeper into all of the ideas and all the issues I have with this. And its headline is, Ensure Every American Has Access to Reliable High-Speed Internet. And I quote, Broadband internet is necessary for Americans to do their jobs, to participate equally in school learning, healthcare, and to stay connected. Yet, by one definition, more than 30 million Americans live in areas where there is no broadband infrastructure that provides minimally acceptable speeds, a particular problem in rural communities throughout the country. And according to the latest OECD data, among 35 countries studied, the United States has the second highest broadband costs. The bipartisan infrastructure law will deliver $65 billion to help ensure that every American has access to reliable high-speed internet through a historic investment in broadband infrastructure deployment. The legislation will also help lower prices for internet services and help close the digital divide so that more Americans can afford internet access, end quote. So here are the problems that I have with that. Historically, What's been in the news as of late? Over the past three to four years, we keep hearing about 5G, 5G, 5G. This is the race to 5G. Why are we racing to 5G where lots of people don't even have access to reliable 4G LTE? Lots of people don't have access to internet at all. And then we're living in a country or I'm at least living in a country where our lawmakers heavily just want the market to be free. But we see what happens when markets are free, don't we? We have regional high-speed broadband 
carriers get eat up by the likes of Comcast. We see telephone companies buying other telephone companies. We see Ajit Pai, who was appointed by Donald Trump, go in and try to tear apart the backbones of the internet. All for the sake of that free market. Because you know you have one side of the aisle that promises everything and then you have the other side of the aisle that just feels like they shouldn't have to do anything and that companies are just going to be fine. Which are both absolutely pathetic and stupid. Here's the thing. When it comes to internet access, the government... Why? Here's the thing. Here's the question that I always ask individuals. Why are these individuals set for life once they get into positions of power and they do nothing? The government should provide the lowest common denominator. They should provide something, some type of baseline. There should be a baseline internet service that you can get for, say, 20 bucks a month and you're able to get 20 to 25 megabits per second down. What is this going to do? Well, your Comcasts of the world, your Xfinities of the world, your Charters of the world, your Coxes of the world, they're going to look at that and say, okay, well, we're charging 60 for that same amount and we feel like we have better service. Let us drop our service. Because, you know, they always have surcharges and things of that nature. Those unexplainable things that appear on your bill. You know, that thing, you know, it's a little class action lawsuit about some of that stuff. But that's going to cause more competition. The free market shows that big fish eat the small fish. So if we're putting... $65 billion to help ensure that every American has access to reliable high-speed internet through a historic investment in broadband infrastructure deployment, then I better damn well sure see some low-level internet access. I better damn sure see some infrastructure getting built in rural areas. Right now, we just do not have it. Have you ever ridden through a part of rural XYZ wherever you live and whipped out your phone and seen no service? Like I said, these these individuals don't even have access to reliable 4G LTE. And it's like we're we're in a pissing match. We're in a pissing match, guys, because we need to race to 5G, but everybody doesn't even have access to the internet. Book reports, research, homework, collaboration, communication with your teacher. So much of this is predicated. It's almost expected to have an internet connection when you get home and a reliable one. It's expected for a child to come to school nourished. And it's it's expected We have so many expectations out of people and so many expectations out of services that our government has to step up. So when we have this $65 billion promise, I hope, I just hope that I see some $65 billion results. 
And I doubt that I am because at the end of the day, we still don't have the basic consumer protections in this pathetic country. Don't get me wrong. I love the United States, but our lawmakers are old and tired and they simply do not care. Just look at both sides of the aisle. Like I said, one over promises and under delivers and one just wants to strip the government of all the responsibilities so they can just sit back and do nothing while acting like they care. Come on, guys. I really do hope that something comes out of this infrastructure bill, but I'm just not seeing it. Now, guys, of course, tweet me at Dexter underscore Johnson. Let's keep the conversation going. Of course, this infrastructure law will be linked so that you guys know I'm not making things up. But let's continue this conversation. Do you think Biden and is actually going to follow through with this. It's a law, but do we actually see think that we're going to see the fruits of this 65 billion? I don't. I think I expect that we're going to see much more of the same. I expect the regional carriers are going to get bought up and they're going to act like their hands are tied at providing the services that we need to pay for. Guys, until next time, I'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.